Oh, I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardoza with you here. There's nothing better than to have a, and you, you're, you're a big fan too, peanut M&M's. And the next day, come in and find you left one on the counter, so you've got that for the next first break. You left some some stuff on the floor too, back well, I'm there. I'm not worried. I'm not eating off the floor, but it was on the counter. I think the counter is okay, right there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So that's exciting. eliminates the five second rule. It's five day rule it's, on the it's, counter. At least, well, it's at least one day rule. So, so uh, we'll see what we have to talk about today, and a lot of it. Uh, probably have to do with uh the big stuff that's going on i mean softball baseball wins last night although it was not exactly a i don't know sterling performance sterling was actually good though yeah but okay um Ohio silver stellar yeah wasn't a stellar performance by the by the uh pitching let's just put it that way but they get the win Mm -hmm. which they need and um of course big series this weekend big series softball plays tonight and then they have a big series with Arkansas this weekend, so it'll be a very busy over in that neck of the woods, as the kids like to say. Or they yeah. like to play neck while and, they're doing that. And Arkansas, yeah, it'll be nice. <laughs> um, live, relive the high school days. Yeah. The yeah, the Razorbacks are better, much better in softball than they used to suck. Well, it used to be. I remember they built this state of the art facility, and. and uh, I, I know that Jeremy would use that as an example of what is their record. You know, there would be one in twenty three. Yeah. You know, that that doesn't guarantee anything, but um you gotta have the right guy. Now finally they get the right people in there and they're and they've been able to progress and they were leading the the uh conference, but now Alabama's two games up on Florida. Florida theoretically could still win the conference. They got two series left uh, against Arkansas this weekend and then LSU next weekend, your favorite team. And you don't even know their softball. Well, you know their softball coach. Beth Dieter? That's right. You know her. You mm-hmm. can't name any of their players. Though. No. Um, so you don't really hate them. Yeah, Kelly Kelly Trucker. Kelly Trucker. Yeah. That's one of the players. Is it? Yeah. And then you have Susan, I think. Um, oh, you're looking it up. Susan Simmons? I don't know. I don't know any of their players. <laughs> That's the difference. But – um. So anyway, we've got all that to go on. And, uh, of course, uh, news out of college basketball, which there's been a lot coming out about Florida, but it was expected that Oscar Schwebe would come back for another year. 
and they sweetened that NIL pot for him. Heck yeah, they did. And I, this is the way it is, the way it works. He can make a lot of money. And I don't know if he's an NBA big salary guy. I think he could play in the NBA, but he is like a 6'9 center, back-of-the-basket center, although he did make some threes this year. I love the guy as a player. He's he's in college. He's tremendous. Yeah, always just seemed like he was in the right spot to grab the rebound. That's why he could get so many. I mean, I mean just and you weren't going around. Yeah, watching him in that Florida game, I was like, man, how did that guy get that rebound? Or how did it come right to him? Very smart player. Sometimes there's yeah. a knack for, for that. I mean, look at Dennis Rodman, why he was so good at it. Yep, he was. He was very good at it. Of course, that was all he had to do was rebound. And then he, scores too. Then he wore a dress and married Carmen Electra. He did that. I mean, what a dude. I don't know if that was official or not. That he got married to Carmen Electra? Yeah. I think so. I didn't see any paper. Really? I'm going to look that up. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I know that it happened. I remember when it happened. And the thing is, the sad thing is, you and I both remember that it happened, which is why it happened. It wasn't because they wanted to get married. It's because they wanted to get their names in the paper. They were married November 14th, 1998. Okay, bye. Divorced April 6th, 1999. <laughs> who, who married them? I don't know. Well, um, they had to get a... Uh, they got married in Las Vegas at the famed Chapel of the Flowers. Well, that's... That's binding then, just like it was in uh, The Hangover. It says they had a nine-day marriage before it was then. Do you think they just got, like, hammered could and said, let's, let's go get married? Well, it could have been anything. Back then, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, Carmen Electra, for, for those, for you young, for you Utes out there Utes. that don't know Carmen Electra, I mean, look her up. She was, back in the day, the Jenny McCarthy of, well, Jenny McCarthy back in the day was Jenny McCarthy. Yes. I don't know who that person is today. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't think but they have that stuff anymore. Carmen Electra was in, I'm pretty sure she was in Starsky and Hutch in the uh, remake. Really? Yeah. It was her and Amy uh, Smart Okay. were the two girls there. Yeah. Amy Smart was in, in uh, Road Trip. She was also in uh, one of my favorite movies. Varsity Blues? No, with... Um, with uh, now I can't think of his name, Ryan Reynolds, called uh, God, what's the name of it? It's about Christmas, and he's four Christmases. No, it's really know. good. I, I, but I, for some reason, I'm blanking on the name. All right, we'll try to figure it. You're distracted one of my by favorite Carmen Electra. He's pictures. real fat in high school, and she doesn't like like. I mean, she likes him as a friend. Yeah, and they lose all his just weight. friends. Just friends. That's it. Just friends. Very good. That was good. Very good movie. It was good. I highly recommend it. And it, and it was good to see the, the Gator baseball team last night do their thing, at least offensively. Uh, you look at – I mean, I guess the production, though, continues. And, and it was – Sterling Thompson drove in a couple of runs. But, I you know, I, I like to be a dork and look up a lot of stats and different things. And over the last 20 games, Sterling Thompson had only had one game where he drove in multiple runs. And – Finally, last night, he was able to drive in two. You know, Fabian's been doing it. Ryapel's been doing it. And certainly Wyatt Langford's been doing it. And three more home runs were hit again last night. And, and the Gators did their thing. Do you know last night, they hit their 71st homer. Guess how many they had all of last year? 71. Very good. They tied it. You must have listened to the well, st what, stellar broadcast. I did not. 
Um, in fact, I forgot the game was going on, and all of a sudden it was over. It got over faster. It was very 10-9 fast. Game. I actually made it to uh, the last inning and a half of the Buholtz game. Wow! And I saw uh, saw Noah Hayes hit a home run, which excited me. So shout out to Noah, dropping a bomb. Um, so that was fun. It was uh, it was cool. It was like right as I was walking up, I was Noah's the catcher on the team. He's committed to UCF, and walk uh, I walk in and he's coming up to bat, and I watched it. Boom! I was like. Oh my God, it's gone! And I got excited. You got excited, but you had just seen three of those. I know. Florida. So maybe it was just. Did you, the, did you get excited for those? Yeah, but I had to be more partial last night doing a ball. television broadcast. Probably would have called them differently. Who had the homers last night? I was doing it on uh, your favorite player, Josh Rivera. Okay, <laughs> that's not fair to say that. Me neither. <laughs> um, Wyatt Langford hit the. Do you call it the foul pole or the fair pole? Well, it's called the foul pole, but it is the fair pole. I call it the foul pole. Yeah, it's called the foul pole. That's what it's not the correct name. It's not it's not right, but it is what you call it. Speaking of the foul pole, you don't want to call it the you call it the fair pole. People look at you like yeah, like what's heads. what's wrong with you? There is and and they don't endorse anything, but there is a really cool brand out there that of of like. Apparel. Okay. Since I'm hip and cool. Okay. That I'll take your word for it. That does really neat things for as uh, like golf stuff and baseball stuff. So like my two sports, you know, that I really like. And neither of which you've mastered, by the way. What do you mean? Neither of which I've mastered. Um, You're not even master of your own domain. It's not true. But there is a. Um, they have like. Golf is, is there going to be a point here? Yeah, they have golf <laughs> stuff and baseball stuff. So I just bought it. I just bought a shirt. Stock? No, I just bought a shirt, and uh-huh. it's got the foul pole, and it says long AF. Okay. So that's cool. I'll wear it for Are you. Are you going to wear that in public? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I won't say the name since they don't give us money. Yeah. But you can find it. They also do Pete Alonzo t-shirts, which I bought one of do those they? for Austin. So that's kind of cool. You gotta, you gotta kind of be able to uh, show off some muscles though, if you're wearing a Pete Alonso shirt. You can't just be. You know, he's like third in the league right now in ribbies. Now, would you say he's third in the league in RBI or third in the league in RBIs? I would say RBIs, but it is RBI. Yes, very good. I mean, that, that's the thing. Baseball has all these terms that we, but don't change the term. Just understand it's not correct. <laughs> RBI is the proper usage of it correct because it's runs batted in yes but you call it rbis no it just just what everybody says no it sounds weird if you say he's got 15 rbi that doesn't sound right that's why i always go like he's got 15 ribbies or he's driven in 15 yeah because it doesn't make sense and i don't want to talk around a mistake yes because i don't want to say the wrong thing because it does sound so stupid but then if you say the the right thing it's wrong so do you say fair pole ever no never I said when Lankford hit it, I was like, and he hit that ball off the foul pole. But it wasn't foul pole. It was a fair pole. And then the uh, the last home run was Fabian, who's got 16 now. Wow. And you know, I, I he had asked, 20 last year. I asked you that question, and I didn't know the answer to it. The is, pair of brothers? Is there any way somebody can look that up? I don't want to make the, take that much energy. I did try to look it up quickly, and I couldn't find that a pair of brothers in the same season, the most home runs – and I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, there's got Brandon. What did Brandon Larson hit 46 that one year? I don't know if this, he didn't have a brother on the team, but no. Um, 
He might have eventually, like a little lump on his shoulder, might have turned into an actual person. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like it did in uh, Family Guy with Peter Griffin. Yeah. But uh, no, I, 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 I would imagine this is a record right now for the most homers by a brother combination in the history of college baseball. Well, he's got 16 and Derek's got four. So they got 20. 20, it's a lot. Pretty good. Yeah. I would assume, though, at a smaller school, there's got to be brothers playing on the same team, like I, twins or something. The only one I found was this guy, uh, these two guys at Virginia. They actually were playing last year, but they didn't. They weren't even near the home. I think they had eight total. So, but they did play at Virginia last year. I can't remember their names, but they they didn't seem to be getting near it. So I don't know. It, it's a a curious question that I'm sure people that really want to find out they'll go look it up. But I mean, but think about it. Remember, there was there was people criticizing Fabian for coming back and turning down two point five million dollars. So he's already got sixteen homers. He hit twenty last year. He's like half in strikeouts right now. Right. So obviously he's going to get some more. But he's actually walked more times than he has struck out. So I think that shows the next level. He's got some patience at the plate now, and he's think, been incredible in center field. I was going to say, I think. Remember last year, there were times where I was like. Judd, you're, it's like his head wasn't all the yeah. way in. He, he was taking his at-bats to the field. Yeah, and remember the the ma- mistake he made in the first game in, of the regional? In the regional, yeah. Totally. Very costly. It's very unjud like Yeah. And that's when you just kind of like, okay, this is affecting him, uh, all the strikeouts. But I have not noticed any mistakes this year. He's been really he There was there. a ball last night he probably should have caught. It was running and jumping up against the wall. It ricocheted off the very outside of his glove. It would have been a yeah. really tough catch, but it went a cool catch. Yeah, but but he's making all the yes, he's making the, every other play. And I don't want I don't even want to say routine plays. I think when you play center field, you have to make a lot of really good plays. Not sure. not necessarily sports center plays, yep. but where you've got to you've got to anticipate a ball off the bat. You've got to be able to track it down, make the play, um, and that's what Florida's had over the years. Whether it was Buddy Reed, whether it was Dendecker. Whether it was I'm trying to think of somebody else, another center fielder, Brian Ogle. Brian Ogle, <laughs> he was a right fielder, wasn't he? Well, I guess he was played center, center a little bit. Uh, there was another center fielder that was really good. Um, anyway, they've had some great center fielders through the years. Yeah, I have to look at Buddy Reed. He, sh- he should have been up by now. He's been close. He just hasn't made it up to the bigs, but. That should be uh, one of the, the next ones to make he was it up. a really good player. Yeah, he was very good. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll open up the phone lines. Michael is here taking the calls today. So if you want to talk uh, Shwebwe or Carmen Electra, we're no. ready to chat about it here or on the tailgate. Or we can talk some football. Whatever. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Gators softball is back in action tonight, taking on USF in a midweek matchup. Coming off a series sweep over the Ole Miss Rebels this past weekend, the 8th-ranked Gators look to stay hot and win their fifth straight game. Coverage of tonight's game starts at 5.50. The Gators men's golf team began the SEC championships this morning and is currently tied for fifth, shooting two over par today. The team will compete in both stroke and match play up until Sunday at Sea Island Golf Club in St. Simons Island, Georgia. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays look to take the series against the Chicago Cubs tonight. Coming off an opening series loss to the Cubs on Monday, the Rays bounced back and defeated Chicago last night 6-5. Drew Rasmussen will take the mound for the Rays against Marcus Stroman in tonight's rubber match. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Big day today for uh, people that do stuff that I've actually never done, which is kind of crazy. Your taxes? No. <laughs> I did those two days ago. I did mine a while back. I got it filed. It was not ready. Great, the, I mean, uh, I had a great person doing them at Car Rigs and Ingram. Let me give them a little shout out. They're baby. also a sponsor of the Bob Dooley uh, Invitational, but um, it, it wasn't a pleasant finish uh, but it was uh, not unexpected yes us with a few different jobs makes it a little yes, harder it does than someone plugging and playing and just one w2 taxes out of them either that's and for a lot of mine no i was referring to 420 
Oh, 420. Yeah, 420. All right, man. <laughs> 420, yeah. But you know what also 420 is? What? Other than that meaning? What? Today's Steve Spurrier's birthday. I know that. So uh, happy birthday, HBC, if you're listening. Uh, he may be. Uh, he's uh, boy. He's so much fun on the on the podcast every every Monday. But he's uh, I. That's where Karen and I's our first date was his fiftieth mm-hmm. um, birthday party up at the Touchdown Terrace, and that was a great time. I can tell you that. Right Did now. you guys get paired up or no? I you asked her. I well the the way I tell the story. Okay, and she claims that there may be falsehoods in it but anyway <laughs> i i met her at uh i was still married at the time i met her at um pj o'reilly's and we just talked a little bit and and you know interesting then like within months my wife and i got divorced decided to get divorced totally unrelated yeah and then uh after a few months of that i said you know that girl karen that's the kind of girl I want to be with. Somebody who really likes sports and who's, you know, great. Likes to go to PJ O'Reilly's. Likes to go to PJ O'Reilly's, yeah. So I called her up and I said, hey, Karen, I don't know if you remember me, Pat Dooley. I I, was, I met you at PJ's. Oh, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> didn't make much of an impression. And I go, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm going to Steve Spurrier's 50th birthday party at the Touchdown Terrace. Do you want to go? And she goes, yeah, I'd love to. That'd be great. Who is this again? <laughs> It makes them laugh every time. That is good. She says she didn't say that, but I, I remember that she did. I remember that she was like, uh, you know, that she was like trying to. And then she might not have said, "Who is this again?" She might have gone, "I'm trying to think who this is. I can't. Oh, maybe no, not that that guy." Anyway, yeah, we had a lovely time, and then, and then I took her over to uh, Napolitano's back in the day. That it was the, the old that was the hangout. It was the old Napolitano's. Yeah. Um, on where, Tower Road, yeah, where yeah. it was on Tower Road, yeah, and um, Collinsworth and Jim, James Jones and a bunch of guys were in there for the Collinsworth tournament, and she got to meet all them and sit down with them, play quarters with them, and so she was very impressed. She basically like wowed her with the people you knew, and then I, yes, because I wasn't going to do it with me, sure, you know, so I had to show her that I had a little bit of pull in this town. That's good. It worked. And it worked, yeah. Well, eventually. it seemed like yeah. seemed like Billy Napier had a little pull down in Tampa last night. He began his speaking tour. Yep. Well, he technically b- began it. Well, with you, yeah. With, with us. But like out of town. Yeah. And yeah, every, all the feedback was good. The place was packed. The mess, yeah, you know, and and it was. I mean, literally when we when I went to the uh, Best Western out there for the quarterback club meeting, I've never not been able to park ever. I mean, there's always been plenty of parking. For for this meeting, I I had to park all the way around the back, you know, and I'm not even sure it was a real parking space. But that's people want to hear what he's got to say because they're they're trying to kind of fall in. They want to fall in love with this guy, you know. They like what he's doing in the recruiting side. Like to see him get some more commitments, but it's a long way to go. And they want to they want to like him, you know what I mean? They didn't like Dan. Uh, they they kind of went back and forth with him, and he ticked a lot of them off with for from different things. And obviously the Mike White issue was uh, you know, very split crowd. They want to like both these guys. You know, they want to hey, these are our guys now. This is more like it. And I think in the in the case of both of them, I think they're heading down the right path. 
you know, they, they seem to be doing the right things and stories I get from other people that are around them or see them. And it's all very positive, very positive. It is. And I, you know, I, uh, I got to talk to him yesterday too. We, we did a bunch of stuff before we went down there and I just, the conversations that you have with him and, and you sit there and you then like think back on what he's doing now, just four months into this thing and what he right. did two months in or one month in is stuff that was never even done here. And it, it's, it's a different world. It's crazy to think about because I mean, Mullen went to three new Year's six games. So you're thinking it's right there, it's close, and this is what's going to happen. But by not recruiting the right way and not having a plan in place and not having some discipline to then keep that consistency rolling, it's just literally – it's like that that cool game on the prices, right? The cliffhanger. Yole, yole, and then you miss it and he like just falls straight off. You know, like, that is kind of what Florida happened. Yeah, before. so yeah. I just, I mean, that's that's how I think about it. I because to, the fall was so unexpected. unexpected. Yeah, jinx. No, nobody thought we were going to sit be sitting here at this time last year and Florida would be having two new coaches. No. Football and basketball. Nobody thought that. Well, some basketball people sure. might have thought it, but I didn't. I don't think, um, I mean, he wouldn't have gone, been gone. I mean, if he hadn't left. <laughs> Uh, but obviously, it, it had gotten stale, and and but he, even like think about like the assistant coaches in that. So you're coming off that third year. You go to another New Year's Six. You just had the great year with Trask. All these things are going on. You're not thinking you're going anywhere. No, yeah. I mean you're like your kids are in school. You're, you 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 might be going to buy a new house now, and all these things are like we're going to be here for a decade or more. Which is why I I don't usually call for coaches to be fired unless I know it's it's coming. Like if I know and I I can tell usually when it's coming and then it's but otherwise I don't like to call for people to get fired because as you said the other day Jeff it's not one guy that gets fired it's tons of people getting mm-hmm. fired people who are part of our community I hate to see that happen uh, look there gets to a point where you have no choice and it got that way with Dan it got that way with Will and, and you know a lot of people felt like he gave Will an extra year but. I, I know why he did it. Um, well, and the, and the weird part, too, is like Greg Greg Knox's kid is yeah. a really good baseball player. And he was on the, the team, like a couple of teams below Austin. But he's like one of the better players on that team. He's going to be a, a stud probably baseball-wise. And now you don't have that kid on the team because dad so it's had to effect, move. It's affecting you, too. Well, not me saying. personally, but people that I know. Well, like you That's coached, what's not thinking about. You were about. coaching that team, right? No. Oh, okay. But, I, I mean, I've helped – but I'm not directly coaching it, but uh, I know the coach that does coach it. And now you so lose it affects him. your, yeah, one of your really good players. That's what so. I'm saying. There is a, there is a trickle down of, of any time, and everybody just says the coach, yeah. fire that guy. And they don't think about it being everybody else. But, but I guess that's the point, why Urban came back for the year he shouldn't have come back for. Yeah. Because that was what happened. Mickey Marotti on the practice field said, look around you. All these people are fired. They're gone, yeah. They're gone because – and, and and I don't think Urban realized that, which is kind of silly that he wouldn't realize it. And that's when he went into Jeremy and said, "Hey, uh, make a do- can you make Adazio the coach, the head coach, in my place?" And Jeremy said, "No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go get somebody else." And, and he that's why he came back. Now he shouldn't have come back. We all know that in hindsight, but yeah. Did. But I, I guess then the point of what I was saying is like I just. W- the plan that Napier's putting in place, at least what he's saying now, a couple months into this thing, 
it's way more sustainable for success than what we saw under Mullen. So you wouldn't expect this to just all of a sudden fall off the deep end. Right. But I, I, again, I don't think we thought that, though, after Mullen's first year either, and it wasn't going to be like that. But now when you see all the little things that are being done, it's it's really hard to fathom that he he's not going to be here for a really long time because he's a young guy, and you're not going to go someplace better than Florida. No, but it is the SEC where the patience is very thin sure. all, everywhere. That's Look at the situation with Brian Harson. Brian Harson's there a year. They were ready to get rid of him. Yeah, I don't know how he talked his way back into it, but they he did. Um, you know that happens. I mean, look at um, Gene Chizik. He wins the national champ two years later. He's gone. Ed Ogeron wins the national champ a year later. He's gone. Right. Yeah, but that that Auburn team was two years later. not really good. They had one player. I think only two people from that team made it to the NFL. That's what's That's so true. crazy. One how, offensive lineman and and, and how Newton. good Cam was, and he made everybody else better that year. Well, that's the thing. We were talking about this with uh, Andy Staples the other day uh, on the podcast that th- that sometimes one guy can't look. Danny Manning did it in basketball. Yeah. One guy was great. Everybody else is pretty mediocre, but they did what they were supposed to do. Now the question is, can Anthony Richardson be a mature leader? Be that kind of quarterback? be a, a, a transcendent player, and will the other guys come along for the ride? Not everybody wants to. Yeah. NIL stuff is going on. Not everybody wants says, yeah, sign me up. I want to be part of this. I want to do the things that are going to help us win. you got to find those guys. That you do. It's uh, Snag Bo Gator as we talk to him next on the tele. Hey, Bo Gator. Hey, man. How y'all doing today? We're good. Yeah, I mean, just like y'all were just talking about changing coaches and everything, it's the fan base of the Florida Gators that are on Twitter like yesterday or the day before the dude called in and talked about, he's a three-star. Nobody else wanted him. Why did we recruit him? Then he called in the Steve show the next day. I'm like, dude, how much do you know about recruiting, first of all, and going out and picking up talent? You know? Well, this first place, this guy will be a four-star by the time he ends up signing because he's that good. But it, it's – Look, you you either trust your coaches or you don't. And maybe maybe what this guy is saying, what whoever called into these shows is saying, I don't trust this coach. Because that's what you're saying when a guy when he signs a guy and you only go by, based on where they're ranked, where they're the star stuff. Yeah, know. the star stuff I mean, which will change. Don't don't be messing with Coach Napier and what he's trying to build and he won't come mess with you at Burger King, okay? That's right. You know? <laughs> He won't come I mean, heckle you at your job. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I just I just believe we pay these guys a whole lot of money, and I know they know way more about that stuff than, than I do. You know, they I know how to deal with these things. They, they know what they're looking at. I haven't got a clue. I mean, I can look at a guy and be like, dude, he's the bomb. And next week he ain't never doing nothing ever again. I mean, just. Yeah, I don't know, know sometimes why fans trust uh, people who, um, you know, see these kids in camp and stuff and, and make their evaluations that usually – look, I mean, it, it is a cottage industry, and it's I know it's it's taken off and it's gotten crazy in a, in a lot of ways, but just either you trust your coach or you don't. And if you don't trust him, you don't trust him. I can't make yeah, you. And, and, I mean, we don't know anything about this kid's character. I mean, there's a lot of things that lead into a coach wanting to get you. Yep. You know, 
Yeah, what kind of grades? Can he even get into the University of Florida? Is that going to be a problem? I'm guessing not. If they, I mean, if they've done their research, I'm pretty sure. They didn't just, you know, walk up and go, hey, throw a, nip, a dark girl, let's recruit this guy. So, I, I mean, I'll see what Coach does. I mean, that's like I didn't want to get rid of Mike White. I mean, I, I still love Mike White, and I think it's a big mistake. But only time will tell, and I've listened to Coach Golden about some ideas, and he, he's he seems to have it on the right track. So, you know, I'll renew my season tickets and pay that scholar all that money and let Jeff take other people to the ball games for another year. <laughs> there you go. Well, and that's the bottom line. These are your coaches, so you, they're not going to get other coaches. So, yeah, uh, I mean, you either ride with them, them or you don't. Yeah, exactly. If you ain't a Gator, uh-oh. You're a Gator hater. That's right. So, all right, man. Peace out, man. Y'all stay safe. And uh, let's get these masks off everybody. There you go, Bo Gator. Appreciate you. Let's uh, get a break. We will continue the conversation at 392-8255 if you want to join us here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. 
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Winds calming down tonight, skies starting off mostly clear, turning partly cloudy before daybreak with comfortably cool low temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. Tomorrow afternoon, partly cloudy skies, highs in the lower 80s, and a warming trend will set up over our area Friday into the weekend. Highs in the mid-80s Friday and Saturday by Sunday. It'll feel like summer with highs in the upper 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. We are joined by Diana Rossini. What up, Dadai? Good morning, Kate. You're telling me you don't go on Instagram and look at some people that you used to be I, friends I with? I wouldn't even, Diana, I couldn't even tell you how to log into an Instagram. <laughs> right, he doesn't know <laughs> what Instagram, Instagram is yet. You know. Into a Instagram. Yeah, I don't even, I don't. I have no idea how this stuff works. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, anywhere in the world on the WRUF All right, we're back. More of the first hour here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo. No show tomorrow. The Rays are playing, and uh, it's good to have a day off. I, I get away. I get to cook dinner. Right. Yes. I, it's important that I. That's good. Contribute. Um, let's go to the phones. Steve is up. What's going on, Steve? I got a baseball question. Okay. Um, if a guy gets, you know, gets a bag because of a pass ball or a wild pitch, does it count as a stolen base? No, no. It does not. Does not. And Unless then, he's okay. running on the pitch. And then pass ball or wild pitch actually affects whether it's an earned run or not an earned run. If it's a wild pitch, then it's not an earned run. If it's a pass ball, well, that's opposite. So if it's a wild pitch, then it'll be charged an earned run. If it's a pass ball. And it's an unearned run. Is that if you end up the giving it up, the yeah, because the pitcher made the mistake. Okay. But if the catcher screws up, then the pitcher doesn't get charged with it. Still should be unearned. Oh, wow, interesting. Um, and the other question is, I've I just been noticing that we just have a slew of freshman pitchers. Mm -hmm. It seems like to, to me. And so I'm wondering, you know, being a pitcher yourself, um, how how much better they can get. I mean, can they get better or do they come into the program really what they are is what they are? No, I think you can get a lot better. I mean, to, I mean, me personally, I got better from year one to year two. 
Yeah, I think it's not something you probably aren't going to get much better during the season. No, you, you got to just be. I think because it's more mental. Like you still have yeah. the stuff, but you understand more about like you're you're just not thinking. I mean, and, and Steve, you know from from playing sports at a high level like you did. I mean, when when you're if you're sitting there having to think, okay, they they call the play and it's you know, Z Rex seventeen Panda Bear on three whatever. And now you're all of a sudden uh-huh. thinking, what am I supposed to be doing here? What's my coverage? Or how am I supposed to do this? Well, you're not going to be engaged in the play. And I think you see that from some of these baseball guys. You know, they put down the sign. There's a guy on first. Am I supposed to look over twice? Now i got to throw an inside fastball. Or shoot, was that a away fastball? And instead of just reacting and pitching, and once you start to be familiar with it and you're not thinking as much, I think those guys play a lot faster and just – you just become better. And, and we talked about this on Steve and I do a baseball show, and somebody else asked the same kind of question. And I just think from a standpoint of like just going out there and, and having the experience and being able to then eliminate the crowd, because sometimes it can be pretty intimidating. When you go out there and all of a sudden some dude's MFing you and yelling and screaming and you're listening to him, well, by the time you're a sophomore and a junior, you don't pay attention to that anymore. It's just about going out yeah. and, and playing and – that's why the transfer portal is going to be big because I think if you got this senior that's been in college, even if it was a smaller school and he's 23, 24 years old now maybe, and you're facing an 18-year-old, well, the 18-year-old's probably going to be better someday, but right now that 24-year-old's better because he's got the experience. So that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. It's, it's just, a, uh, in a way, it's amazing to me because you know I've always felt that they – especially in football, because I know that better, is that they just make too much of a big deal of it. You know, the, when the guy is playing quarterback and he comes into the SEC or, you know, big-time college football, and then when he's a rookie and he gets in the NFL, I mean, they make it sound like he was a plumber before, and now he has to learn to play quarterback. I mean, he's, he's been playing quarterback since he's six. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like rocket science. And these in these baseball players, like you're saying, I can understand. You know, maybe they get a few heebie-jeebies because they're you know playing in front of bigger crowds, and it maybe means more. But you know, when you're in high school and you're playing and you're pitching and you're pitching for your team, you're trying to win the damn game. Sure. There's no you know, no matter what level you're on, you're trying to win the damn game. So uh, I just think that they make a lot out of it. Anyway, I'm I'm happy to learn that these guys can get better because it seems like. We have a, a lot of good young pitchers that can throw two good innings. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll develop more stamina and be able to last longer. Well, That's I, what she and, said. And I think, and I think that um, also you, when you go around this league, the second time through the order, guys are going to figure yeah. you out. Guys get you better. Know. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, thanks. All right, thanks, Steve. Steve. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Appreciate it. So snag George next. Hey, George. Hi, how you doing? Good. Uh, I'm in Jacksonville. Um, question, why isn't the uh, spring game should being shown on TV like all the other schools are uh, showing their games? Uh, it will be on. Uh, it was already on. It, it replayed yeah. the, the next day, Friday morning on SEC Network. I think SEC it's Network. again at the end of April, maybe, somewhere in there. I know they've been repeating – a lot of the schools over and over again, but I haven't seen the Gators. Uh, yeah, you uh, have to kind of look for it, or, or at least um, because I, I I think George is the only one in the SEC that had theirs live on on the SEC network. 
everybody else has been on the SEC plus that's they're trying to pull uh, people into that pay service but um yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it will sh- be shown, and th- there will be a point when you go, man, if they show Florida Spring Game one more time, I'm going to yeah. get rid of this channel. But it, it uh, yeah. we should try to find a uh, a list of when it's going to be shown. I know it's one more time in April, so uh, just keep an eye out for it. Go to your guide yeah. and just kind of scroll down and see if you can find it. Yeah, I'll do that. A um, couple other questions. Uh, Jonathan India, I haven't seen him in the roster lately. Is he hurt? Yeah, he's on the, the DL. Hmm. Too bad. Yeah, he didn't get off to a good start. And Zanino's not off to a, a good start either. I think Mike's like one for 25 to start the year. He's probably Mac because so, uh, Fabian caught him last night. Yeah, that's right? true. He's struggling a little bit. Um, that, that Tennessee uh, manager that bumped into the ref, did he get any uh, – suspension or anything for he did that? a, a four-game suspension so he will not be able to uh actually be there for the first oh. two games of the gator series but they counted the, the game he got kicked out of that, that no didn't they no they counted it was sunday and then the midweek and then the first two. Oh, that's right they so had they had a midweek game. okay so then he'll he'll be oh. back for sunday okay so really he was kicked out of five games because he only yeah. was out for two innings yeah first one. um would you explain to me the recruiting process in baseball, college, do they go out, do they have somebody going out to all the high school games or all over the country, or do they wait for people to send in their film or what? Yeah, not not anymore. It, the way that it's done now is a lot of travel organizations and tournaments, so they, they have these big events, and my kids will be a part of this uh, this summer. Um, you'll play like say there's a, a a huge complex just north of Atlanta and, and called Lake Point, and there's 16 fields and it's 15, 16, 17 year old kids and they're all there for an entire week and then all the college coaches come. We were there last year and I ran into six different SEC coaches, several pitching coaches, a couple of recruiting coordinators, and that way you can basically just come and watch everybody. And, and Tony Vitello was actually there, the Tennessee coach. He came and watched one of our games because there was a kid that they were looking at from the other team. So that that's really the way they do it now. There's It's rare that you would ever see a, a college coach go to a high school game anymore unless it would be local. It's just because there there's so many college games going on, they don't have the time to then leave and, and go check something out where it's so easy during the summer to be able to go see all these kids. They don't have a recruiter that does that. No, it would be the same thing. That recruiter would be a part of your staff. and It'd be a base coach. Yeah, he doesn't have time to, to go out there and, and watch somebody. Now, if there was a really good kid here locally and Kevin O'Sullivan on a Thursday night wanted to go watch a game, then, then Sully would make his right. way over there and do that. But, or even in Ocala. Yeah, he's not driving down to Orlando probably on a Thursday night and then trying to get back for a yeah. Friday game. Yeah, I noticed they got a lot of them from Ocala. <laughs> yep. It's easy to... Well, there's been a plethora of talent com- coming through Ocala lately, mm-hmm. and and football and b- uh, baseball. Apparently, okay, great. Thanks for the information. Yeah, George, thank you. Appreciate that. We need to snag a break, so we will uh, do that and come back with more. You are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Gator softball is back in action tonight, taking on USF in a midweek matchup. Coming off a series sweep over the Ole Miss Rebels this past weekend, the eighth-ranked Gators look to stay hot and win their fifth straight game. 
Coverage of tonight's game starts at 5.50. The Gators men's golf team begin the SEC championships this morning and is currently tied for fifth, shooting two over par today. The team will compete in both stroke and match play up until Sunday at Sea Island Golf Club in St. Simons Island, Georgia. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays look to take the series against the Chicago Cubs tonight. Coming off an opening series loss to the Cubs on Monday, the Rays bounced back and defeated Chicago last night 6-5. Drew Rasmussen will take the mound for the Rays against Marcus Stroman in tonight's rubber match. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Song. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadwareDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. Life is all about choices. Veggies or meat. Sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today. The no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabyte per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabyte per second requires DOCSIS 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabyte per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. What are the core values at International Diamond Center? Integrity, stand behind your product, be involved in the community, give back if you've been blessed, and take care of your people. That's Keith LeClaire at IDC, who along with his wife Peggy just announced the creation of the Fifth Sea Foundation, the charitable arm of IDC. When God blesses you, you want to be able to reach out to make a difference in the lives of so many different people. Peggy, Keith, and the rest of the IDC family created the Fifth Sea Foundation to focus on three key initiatives. Give kids a chance, support military families, and end human trafficking. Pick the ones that are closest to your heart, stay true to it, provide and help society. That's what IDC is all about. The Fifth Sea Foundation, a focused and more impactful approach to making a difference in our community, helping to fund and volunteering with organizations that align with IDC and the LeClaire family mission. This is my passion. International Diamond Center, family owned for more than 35 years, blessed with tens of thousands of loyal customers and honored to give back to our community. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Dools and Dozo here wrapping uh, through hour number one here all the way until 6 o'clock, so plenty of time to call and just speak Actually, what's on your mind. we're not here till 6 o'clock. We're not? We're here till 5.50 because we have to get out for softball. Oh. I'll double check on that, but I'm pretty sure 5.50 we leave and then it goes to break and then... Right. See, you're not around a lot, so I, I kind of handle manage. things for you. Yeah. I'm the manager of the show. That's good. <laughs> I just talk. Just like Big Al's about to talk. Bump the umpire and get thrown out. Hey, Al. What's up, Bella? What's up? How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, the the guy that used to pitch for the Gators, uh, I just saw, I'm watching MLB, uh, the Braves and the Dodgers. Uh huh. You know, that guy's pitching a no hitter. The Dodger guy? Uh, The Dodger guy's pitching a no hitter. That's what we like to do is not get hurt. They're, not get, they're not, in the bottom of the seat. Okay, sweet. Well, he'll probably get taken out next inning then. And a hit curse on <laughs> last, last night, yeah. Great. <laughs> well, uh, I, you, know, you know how they flash your stuff on the bottom of the screen? Uh-huh. And I saw this guy. Uh, I'm assuming, is, is, he, is he the Gator pitcher, the old Gator pitcher, A.J. Puck? A.J. Puck, yes. Oh, Please okay. don't bring that name up to uh, Jeff. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of my least favorites. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow! But he plays for the uh, A's, don't he? Correct, he does. Okay. He's got yeah, long, he just, long hair now. Looks, looks crazy. Yeah, he just, he just came off of COVID. I guess they just uh, put him back on the team today. Okay. He, he was on COVID, but uh, and I just feel I shared that with you guys. <clears throat> but um, let me ask you something about Blake. How do you compare Blake with other relievers in the SEC? Well, it's it's a different style. Um, I I think Blake is good with with certain things. I think he has a tough time sometimes getting out lefties because he doesn't necessarily have that 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 pitch that is just dominant. But I mean, the guy competes his ass off, and it's really fun to watch. So um, I love it, man. I love Blake. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's been in there a lot a lot of big situations. And, you know, more often than not, he's been able to get out of it. And and the good part about Blake is where sometimes you see a lot of these teams, they just run a guy out there for an inning. Sully really trusts Blake, so he can bring him in there in the seventh inning, eighth inning, back-to-back days, whatever it takes, and, and that's where he's, his value is. Okay, okay. Now, what, what, what fish, Jeff, do you think he should, uh, he should develop to get for that out pitch? I just think he needs to probably come inside more to lefties. Because the the slider is just going to be coming right into their swing, so that's not going to work. And or maybe develop more like a little. He's he's got a split changeup that he that he's trying to work on. That can be really effective, but he's just he's got to start it out more over the middle part of the plate and, and get some swings and misses on it. But he's learning, man. This is a you know this is a guy that didn't even sniff the field last year, and all of a sudden now he's the most important part of your bullpen. So it's been fun yeah, to watch. I tell you, man, I didn't even know we had a. Uh, uh, I'm not being racist enough, but I didn't know we had a black pitcher. Yep. <laughs> Anywhere, any, and they, and they gave him number forty-one. They don't just give that to anybody. Yeah, I no, that, you're misinterpreting that. Yes, they do <laughs> give it to just anybody. By the way, uh, Manny Pina just broke up the uh, no hitter. Uh-huh. Oh, so I don't want to give anything away, but I just was. Oh, yeah. 
I was worried we were going to get no hit again. What did you say, Big Al? Uh, yeah, I, I was number 41. That's why I said that. Okay, 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 okay. Big Al, okay, Jeff is insulted that you didn't know that he was number 41. He thinks, I, 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 I he thinks know everyone knows I, that he's 41. I'm a Florida alumni, and uh, I don't remember Jeff playing baseball. Yet, yet, if you blinked, you might have. Yeah, missed you might have missed it. <laughs> but now I didn't follow it that closely. What what year you were there, Jeff? I was there from ninety eight to two thousand. He was very 2000. good in two thousand. Probably, I probably didn't get into it until probably like maybe oh five. Okay. Yeah, I went I to the World Series that year. That was a good year to start getting into it. Yeah, every 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 game I I usually catch it. You know. And I heard you guys was talking about some guy called and said about the uh, spring game, and uh, and what you told him was absolutely right. It came on like the very next day. Yeah, it uh, it'll on be the, on again. On it'll be on plenty. Yeah. Like, and I love what I love what uh, Pat said. You're gonna see it so much, you're gonna want to throw your TV out. Yeah. SEC Network off the off the TV. Well, the sad thing is, I don't want to watch anybody's spring game. I don't even want to watch Me Florida's. I, don't I, don't, spring game. I certainly don't want to see Vanderbilt's spring game or even <laughs> Tennessee's. I don't, I mean, spring Which, by game the way, Vandy's spring game was going on while we were there. Was it? Yeah. And it, big crowd? There was nobody there. No, I imagine. Oh, it's kind of like a USFL game. All right, appreciate the Thanks, call. Thanks, Big Al. Yeah, we were getting no hit by somebody. Um, yeah, Tony Gosselin. Who, who the hell's that? He's good. All right. Here are the batting averages for the Braves. Right, two twenty-two, two hundred eight, low eighty-three, one eighty-eight, two hundred, one forty-six. It's not good. Olson's the only good one right now. Olson's going good, and uh, Ozuna's actually hitting two eighty-three. Uh, does get a few walks, but uh, they're still, eh, you know, they'll figure it out. Yep. I have confidence. Acuna's coming back. Remember he last is. year? You know where he is right now? Jacksonville. Exactly. I'm surprised you're not up there. I'd rather hang out with you. Still surprised you're not up there. You could be there instead of uh, instead of uh, just going home tonight. Let's go. Let's go on up there. You don't want to? No. Okay. I want to listen to the song. One, two, three, and two to foe. Snoop. You don't even know. The Snoop Dogg. I know, but you don't know the words. Okay. thought that was pretty good. That wasn't good at all. All I'm, right, then we'll try to be better. You, I'm, I'm obsessed with this movie. Jake, hang through the <laughs> break. We'll get you. You'll kick off hour number two, and then anybody else that wants to uh, be in the on-deck circle, start swinging it, and you can join us here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get financed for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we begin the second hour here on the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Michael producing today, if you want to be a part of things. 392-8255 is the uh, the number, and uh, we'll chat. We'll have uh, a lot of fun. Not fun right now as Dodgers are beating the Braves for nothing. So the Braves continue to struggle here in the early going. But it was fun to watch Skater Baseball last night put up a, a whole bunch of runs, which is certainly good. But you get Tennessee coming to town, so we'll talk about that over the next few days as well as we'll lead you up into uh, that series. Billy Napier talking last night to uh, all the members down in Tampa that were lucky enough to, to get a ticket. So we've talked about that as well. So plenty uh, plenty more to keep it rolling as we uh, we get through things here. And let's get Jake because he held through the break and he waits no longer. Jake, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, I got a question for Pat and I got a couple for Jeff. Pat, you guys were talking about, I don't know, Calidus popped up a little while ago. I started thinking, do you think Dante Culpepper was the best football player to ever come out of Ocala? Um, that's a, Well, I don't know. Scott Brantley, I would put in there in that argument. Uh, he was awfully good, played a long time in the NFL. Um, trying to think of anybody else that would pop up. But those would be, the to me, the two that you would – probably lean on. I'm just trying to think if, if there's some older player that I'm not thinking of. But those would be the two that hey, I that would stand out to me. Hey, Jeff, about Ocala for baseball, is Judd Fabian the best player ever come out of there? Probably so. Um, there, there's none that I can think of off the, the top of my head that were, were any better. 
that's that's what I was thinking. That's what I was wondering. Uh, you mentioned the other night. I was watching Friday night. Uh, the reliever is Blake, the guy that finished out. Was he bends down real low and kind of throws sidearm? Yep, that's him. Yep, Blake Purnell. Well, he's a walk on too. Man he, man, he looks really good. I didn't get a chance to watch the final. That was he the losing pitcher in that game? Which game? The Vanderbilt Friday night game. Uh, thinking back to Friday night. No, they no, were, they were already behind. Yeah, he might have been Saturday. I thought they were tied going in the night. I'm trying to remember the games. And I thought you know he was. They were tied going to the come night. out. I, oh, Friday's game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about one run, Saturday. Right? He and he didn't pitch Sunday. He pitched both Friday and Saturday. But yes, correct. They they ended up getting a run. Uh, Bradfield singled to start the inning, and they ended up scoring to win. Well, I'll tell you what. I was really impressed. He really looks really good. He's a walk on. Yep, he was. He still is. Wow. Still was. Him. Still is. Still that's will right. be. Okay. Well, that's all I got. I appreciate it. Thank all right, Jake. Thank you. Yeah, it's like uh, when Jeff went to school, they gave him McDonald's fries. That was his uh, scholarship. That's pretty good. Once a year. McDonald's fries are good. I looked, I was driving here today, and and the Swamp's getting ready to to reopen, the new Swamp restaurant, which is nice. And they will be serving margaritas at the Bob Dooley, so there you go. That'll be awesome. Um, But now the high-rises, or whatever you want to call them, that are there, where the swamp restaurant was, like I actually was able to like kind of look out the window. I was like, man, those things are almost done. It's crazy now to just think everything that's developing right there on university. It's not even close to what. Remember, I remember. Well, it used to be called Midtown back in the day when they had places. That yeah, were there. and now there's not, not many there. places left. But I just I remember when when my parents would take bring us up to homecoming every year, like we and we'd go to the parade, of course. And the biggest thing was there was that Burger King right there on University. Oh, we yeah. tried to like be right there because that was the cool part. And then it was you know across from the library, and that was like the hot spot. And I was like, holy cow! Like it's amazing how much it's all now changed. Well, it's it's funny when uh, a bunch of Auburn fans came to the basketball game that maybe hadn't been to Gainesville before, younger people, and they're like. I don't know what the big deal is about Gainesville as a college town. It's not that great. Well, that's because you were around the stadium. It isn't great. It yeah. used to be great. It's not great anymore unless you like high-rise, bland-looking apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really the social left. I mean, there's still – yeah, we got the social. I think Salty Dog's still open. Yeah, Balls right? right there. Didn't they get taken down for a while and then they, now they're back? I going. think that was the Grog. Oh, the Grog House. That's right, yeah. So there's a couple places, but there's not as much as it used to be. It used to be – a cool and, and especially because the swamp was there. Yes, that, that was, was really the staple of it all. Well, I mean, this guy will probably tell us all the hot spots because he's been to them all, and you know he kills it at every one of them. That's Copper Gator. What's up, dude? Uh, I mean, you guys are talking my language now. I, mean, I was <laughs> calling in about a totally. I was calling in about a totally different topic, but when you start talking about the old Cluck U back in the day, or you know, four twenty pizza or pizza by a slice that was up there, yeah. the old bookstores around there. No, I mean. You know, you could, you could. Uh, I mean, I won't give all my secrets away, but you could leave school at four o'clock in the afternoon and get free beer, quarter beer, fifty cent beer at three different locations, and then beat the clock at Grog <laughs> by midnight. And you were, you were in a good place by then the night back in. I say back in my days, I was in, you know, between oh three and oh eight back in Florida. Sure. So anyway, well, when I was um, a, when I was a teenager or even into college, 
when we would come over to Gainesville and you would stop at that gator shop, that was the first stop. You had to get your gator stuff for the year. Yeah. And it was yep. such a cool place. Um, that you know, it's and just, now it's a Wawa right, right there. I, I, it's just sad. Yeah. It's sad. It really is. Yeah, there's a Wawa in a, in a different kind of store there next to Wawa. That's but anyway, right. <laughs> you know, and and, and, and there's going to be you know, and well, and I imagine there's going to be on street things that happen down in those big venues there. You know, I think that there has to be some kind of enticement to want to live there, to walk and want to do things instead of having to drive away from there to Celebration Point or to something like that to actually go in and out and have have fun. You know, so there's got to be some kind of college area that's going to be good for people i well, don't know what the, it is well the social is huge happen. with the, with the college kids i know that and i've, I've been there many yep. times and and by the way they're they're another sponsor of, of our tournament uh but yep. they 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 do a great job it's just like it used to be you had a lot of options and you had yeah. cool place you go yeah, in this copper monkey, yeah, copper copper monkey. monkey. Yeah, I, mean, I love that the swamp was such an iconic place you know yeah. i remember when they first opened it they opened it the day of the um do you know this trivia the day of the Virginia Tech Tennessee Gator Bowl in Gainesville. I didn't know that. They they opened it that day, and they because they wanted to take advantage of all those fans coming to town, and they're like, "Man, Gainesville's great! Look at this place, it's great!" And then, um, but they, but I mean, the new swamp's going to be the exact same. It's just going to be a, a different location and further well, and away. I but I think it's I think it might fit there on the location on second where yeah. there are a bunch of things that's weird there, and there's not a lot of things to do there with. You know, the Mothers is closing, and now it's going to be OG Mom to the new to new ownership that's coming in, buying it from the local guys. So that place is changing over hands and, you know, different things like that. But, the, you know, the reason I was calling two things and then the last thing I was going to call about, the first two is congratulations to women's golf on, on this weekend. If you didn't get a chance to even watch them on ESPN Plus app, it was all over your phone. You could go watch the final two rounds, I think maybe final three rounds in the match play. It was awesome to be able to watch women's golf on ESPN app, and that's we, d- we did watch way. it. We watched it at our house. So it was it was very interesting, and I played that course, very good course. Yeah, and so that's cool. I want to give them the kudos. Secondly, I didn't get to call about the you know runner-up national champions for you know gymnastics and what Trinity Thomas has done for for that sport. I mean, she's got to be up there in the list of greats of all time with Bridget Sloan and you know other other you know gymnastics that have competed there. You know, both of them, both of those programs deserve all the respect in the world for that. Well, yeah, that's the funny thing is if you had a, a Mount Rushmore for gymnastics now, obviously Trinity and Bridget are the first two names, and probably Keitra Hunter might be the third one. I'm, yep. The fourth one will be it would be a tough call. But but the thing about and like I Bridget Sloan is one of my favorite student athletes to ever talk to. She was the yep. best quote. I mean, she was hilarious, and, and she that's why she's doing. TV and radio now because mm-hmm. she was so good at it. But uh, uh, can you make a difference between – I mean, Trinity has had more 10s, uh, yeah. 12 in a year, uh, which is yeah, pretty darn good. Alone. Yeah. Well, she's only – yeah, uh, there's a girl at UCLA that had 14, so she's got the record. So, but Trinity yeah. may come back and try to get those 14 uh, <laughs> next year. Well, you know, and they, and they had Bridget on the pod, I mean, on the show doing uh, – I think it was Uneven Bars was her, was her yeah. apparatus that she was talking for. But, you know, the last thing is – you know, I just wanted to, you know, ask Jeff, you know, how come Tennessee coaches are the only ones that get suspended, and uh, why, why are those the only guys that get picked on by the by the SEC? And I'll talk to you guys later. We'll talk. <laughs> Thanks, Copper Gator. Yeah, everybody hates Tennessee. Good stuff. We all know that. Show me somebody that did something wrong, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Deserve to be suspended, just like I said. Well, that's, and see, yeah. he didn't antagonize and go more. Gator Mike, what's up? Welcome. 
Hey, so the previous caller was talking about the Wawa, and there's something else next to the Wawa. I'll fill them in. It's actually a weed dispensary. So oh. just goes to show you what's going on. Um, I'm actually on university right now as we're speaking. Nice. Actually, like, by the time. Go but, slow. Uh, there's bumps. Yeah, the traffic's not fun. But, um, yeah, so you guys are t- – I was born and raised in Gainesville, so even though I'm only a sophomore at UF, I, you know, grew up with the experiences or whatever of a lot of former – students before me in the years that I grew up here. But the biggest heartbreak that hasn't been mentioned yet of all the places that have been closed down or whatever. Burrito Brothers, man. Yeah. I miss it every there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about that guac. I've never had anything like it. I don't know how they made it. Man, like I went to Chipotle with a friend of mine today and so I was talking to him about how good Burrito Brothers used to be and he was looking at me like I was talking with two heads. And so it's funny because, like, you know, all the students now don't even know what that is. And, you know, it's such a big part of so many people's experience. Legendary. I mean, people used to get it shipped yeah, um, yeah. Out, of, out, of, out of town because they loved it so much. I mean, well, just, I mean, think about that, that whole corner, too, like the, that building and, and where it was. And then it sat as just like an empty field for such a long time. Yeah. And then and, and then they moved Burrito Brothers into the church there. And then you're like, all right, sweet. We can at least go again. And then, yeah, went away. Yeah, like all the good, all the, a lot of the good places. I mean, it's it's a shame we have become Shanesville, but um, my favorite margaritas ever were at Ashley's. Remember those at Ashley's? Oh, yeah. Get that big, you get that big spoon with them. <laughs> hey, so um, over the weekend, I watched the uh, national championship meet for gymnastics. Um, I felt like the scoring was questionable, and I'm going to leave it at that. But I don't really want to talk about that. Do you guys feel like? I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and ask this in a way that doesn't lead to the answer that I already think it is. But do you think this team met, surpassed, or failed to meet expectations this year? Well, I'm sure they was didn't. Was it a title, yeah. a title or bust year? I mean, that's, they didn't meet probably their expectations, but I think they – I I don't when it when a team competes to the level they did and and as plays as goes as hard as they did and you can't sit there and go man that one girl screwed up it was just about Oklahoma being just a little bit better on on yeah. that day and I I mean when they competed against Florida uh, in the regular season Florida was a little bit better that day they, they're very close and unfortunately for Florida they didn't get the national title but I'm nothing but proud of this team I don't so I can't say they did not reach my goal. My goal was to get to the final and and hopefully hopefully win it. But yeah, and and Gator Mike, you could almost say surpassed a little bit because remember they're I mean Trinity's the the best gymnast there is, but they had uh, the the best recruit in the country other than Suni Lee coming in where she went to Auburn. That was an Olympic medalist, and yep. she was supposed to be a part of this team too. So without her, you're thinking, gosh, are they going to still be able to sustain it? But there was a lot of other girls stepped up. You had a couple of super seniors that made a, a big impact with this squad too. So yeah, I, I would almost say that they, you know, they they expected to probably be amongst the uh, the finals like they they were. But um, I don't know if anybody thought that they would win it once she went down. Is there a chance Trinity can like bend the COVID rules and come back for one? Oh, more definitely. Year? Yeah, she can come back one more she's year. She's absolutely eligible, and I think it's a decision she's got to make. And uh, from what I've been told, it's it's probably about a fifty-fifty chance. You know, it'd be a good bridge for her to the to the next Olympics, because otherwise you're just going to be competing, um, you know, practicing a lot. But I, I think she'd like yeah. to stick with her. Uh, 
uh, great friends and, and be coached. But I, I don't know. It's, it's her call. And certainly, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, Jeff. We could make a list. Maybe this will be something I do for one of my book of lists. Five guys, five athletes at the University of Florida who left early and you went, thanks so. And you could basically say all the O4s, obviously, would be the, at the top of that list. But I would think Trinity Thomas, if she left, would be, we would all say, we appreciate what you did. Yeah, for sure. And Wil- Wilkerson would be on that list, right? Mm-hmm. Last thing, and then I'll take it off the air. Um, as far as Gator baseball goes, I would be equally confident going into this series with Tennessee as I would be going into a series with Buchholz High School with this team. I think we have equal chance to win both of those series just because of how the only thing that's been consistent is how inconsistent they've been. And I was talking to a buddy of mine who was also a big Gator baseball fan, and basically I think it comes down to, and maybe Jeff, you can answer this question, is it possible for this team to win an SEC series if we don't play seven or more runs in one of the weekend games, and I'll take it off the air. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks, Gator Mike. Um, that's a good question. I probably not with Tennessee because they they swing it so well. I mean, they they've got six guys in their order that are hitting above three hundred, and another two that are just under three hundred. So their lineup is stacked. They're really pesky. Uh, really good two strike approach. When you watch them, they've got a lot of power. So I would expect them to, to be pretty good. And, and if Florida's going to do anything, they're going to have to score. And I think the, the hard part about that is, is Tennessee's got all, all three of their guys. I mean, one one's probably going to be out this weekend, but they've got a first-rounder. They just got back to some throwing midweek, and he struck out 15 over six innings in uh, just the, the couple of midweek times that he's been out there. So it, it's going to be difficult. I mean, I think if you're Florida, you hope to go in and, and get one, certainly, and especially probably not having Barco this weekend – that is, uh, that's going to be something where, gosh, then that means you're relying on younger guys and freshmen to go get you some big innings. So if Florida doesn't score and and probably get to seven or eight runs, then I wouldn't expect them to uh, to win. So they've got to go produce. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and we will continue the conversation next here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm DJ McCatherine. The 11th-ranked Gator softball team is hosting USF tonight ahead of their weekend series with Arkansas. USF comes in with back-to-back wins, and UF comes in after a sweep of Ole Miss last weekend. Catch the game right here at 5.50. Men's golf started day one of the SEC Championship Tournament today and will continue through Sunday. It's a big weekend for Gator baseball as they host the number one-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee comes in on a three-game win streak, and Florida with a two-game. Men and women's tennis also compete in an SEC championship tournament right here in Gainesville this weekend. Women start Friday at 9 a.m. and men at 3 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm DJ McCatherine. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Jeffrey and Patrick here with you today as we have uh, L. Woods going to Harvard <laughs> on uh, one of our TVs, TNT. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's hard to take your eyes off of it, to be honest with you. Um, you don't know the name of that movie either. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, Law? Something law. Something law. Michael, what is it? You know you like L. Wo- I know. How do I know it's L. Woods? But I can't think of the name of the movie. Oh well, we'll figure it out. Let's get uh, a guy that I'm sure knows it. David, we welcome you to the tailgate. What's up, David? 
What's up with y'all? Just living the dream. That ain't that the truth. I, you know, before I ask the questions I had, I do got to make a comment, Jeff. I think they need to get you to teach a class at UF these players how to get NIL deals because it seems like you were speaking on or mentioned in every commercial on that commercial break. That's right. Trying to got to hustle, man. You got to do your thing. Make it uh, make it work. But I mean, there's there's really exciting stuff going on with the NIL. I mean, heck, we just saw it today with Schwebway in, in Kentucky. So they they came up with a, a good enough deal at Kentucky to say, hey, you come back, we're going to pay you X amount of money, and that's going to be way more worth it than going to the NBA next year. So it's oh, yeah. it's fascinating, and I think the the, the problem though we talked about a little bit, David, is you have, you, you have people taking advantage of it. What it's not what it's meant to be. Like it, it should be, um, you know, Anthony Richardson getting the, the Dodge car and being able to, to do his thing. And that's, that's what it is. But now you're, you're getting guys to come here to school just by paying them crap, like money for, for not really doing anything and not using your name, image and likeness. You got guys that don't even have to, do commercials or do any of that stuff and they're getting money because a, a booster wants to get them to school and it's just it's going to get out of control at some point i think it will i think though but like everything i think they'll make new rules and make adjustments i know that the state of florida i don't know exactly what it is but i heard somewhere that for the state of florida's laws make it a little more difficult than some other laws that allow the nil stuff so, that's that's correct you um, you can't you can't recruit somebody to school. They already have to be on campus, a part of the university, in order to get NIL money. Oh, yeah, so that makes it a lot. But, I mean, that's at a point where, you know, and I'm sure this happens where you you don't recruit them as the coach with the NIL money, but you, you nudge the players and be like, hey, why don't you tell them about all the stuff you got as part of your NIL deal? Correct. That's you what you'd have to do. And, and, and obviously you can manipulate it. You can't get them here to do that, but you could say, hey, once you're a Gator, then – we can give you five hundred grand to, you know, talk about sleep center superstores or whatever it might be. Well, um, staying on the topic of the Gators, I'm mainly a football guy. I mean, I love all the sports. I'm proud of the gymnastics, and you know, I always end up catching baseball towards the end of the season. I like rooting for those guys. I went to school with a couple people played on the team, so always got to root for them. But um, today, I don't know why I'm, I'm I was. So caught on guard by this, but they got we're playing Utah first game of the season in football, and they have Utah picked to beat us. And I understand Utah's ranked 12 coming into this season, but it just why does that not sit so well with me? Why why do I still have this feeling that we're going to go? It's just like it feels like it's Utah. We should lay 41 points on them and call it a night. But like, what what is my reasoning behind that? Can y'all help me figure this out? Well, they're they're really good, and but you are at home, and there will be an advantage, I would think, in the humature yep. of this game, because these Utahns are you you know they're very pale, and <laughs> but uh, you know I look they're a very good team. They beat Oregon twice, and they destroyed them last year, uh, both times. Uh, they're good, and they're they're ranked, and Florida's not ranked, and Florida won't be ranked in the preseason in the AP poll. I promise you, um, but they're they're they are going to be ranked. So yeah, I would think they'll be a slight favorite coming in, but you know the swamp has is a tough place to play. I was listening, Jeff, to a couple of guys who played in the SEC, and they they were talking about the swamp, about how 
even though one of them was Jacob Hester from LSU, he goes, there is no, it's not even close, toughest place to play. It's by far. So if Florida can make the swamp the swamp again, which Dan Mullen was able to do, uh, they've got to keep that going where, where when you have big games, and this will be a big game, the crowd's got to be a factor. The crowd can be worth four or five points, and they've got to be able to do that, and Florida's going to have to be a lot better than what we saw on Thursday night last week. Well, yeah, I agree with that. They do need to be better than what we saw, but you have a lot of returning parts, and I'm just wondering if you get the players who played so far over their head that they lost Alabama by only two points, if you get them players from that night, I think, I mean, there's no contest. But in my mind, like, and I, this might just be back from, like, I've been a Gator fan for a while, and so it might be back from back when SEC won, like, 10 straight national championships and yeah. we beat Ohio State. And, and so it just, in my mind, no other conference plays defense. So, therefore, you can't really judge anything. But, um, I mean, I might be wrong. My, my other question. David, did you is, have you seen Utah play in the last year, though? I mean. I want. I watched them play Arizona. They got a great quarterback, um, and they've got they they've just got a lot of good players. They've recruited well for a long time, and they've developed them very well. And they got a really good coach. They actually have a very highly, um, at least recruit wise, if you look at their um, defensive line, uh, the star power. Of what it is, but I mean, I I don't think they might their lowest their lowest recruit. I think it's all four stars. On their, on their starting defensive line, yeah, which is hard to do. They've done a good but, job. Um, yep. I wanted to – my other question was, we watched Lingard start the game and carry the ball a few times, and from watching him, I mean, he looked the part to me, and then all of a sudden he they weren't giving him the ball anymore, and from what I heard he had like a hamstring. Yeah, he pulled a hamstring, so they didn't want to take any chances on him. And so my question is, after that, um, I saw a bunch of – like 24-7 sports in these different places saying, yeah, well, it looks like Lingard's the odd man out. It's definitely going to be these other two running backs that are most likely vying for the starting job. And I just, in my mind, it's like, did they watch the, the few plays he did get? Because, I mean, I know that's a small sample size, but it just seems kind of quick to jump and say Lingard's going to be the odd man out when it's a spring game. What, are you, what yeah, Is he no. still, like, in the lead for the starter? I, I think the starter's going to be Montreal Johnson. I mean, he, the kid from Louisiana who knows the offense, knows what they're trying to do, has already bought into Billy Napier before he ever walked on campus because he played for him. And I like the way he runs the ball, I think. But I think they'll play him and Bowman. And, and if Lingard can stay healthy, he's had health problems since he got here. Uh, but he's got to stay healthy. I think they'll, they'll, it'll be again. And don't forget Naquan Wright. I mean, here's a guy who played really well last year when he, when he got a, his chance. So the room is good. It's just a matter of how he uses them. We'll have to wait and see. Gotcha. And I have one more question. I'll take it off the air. And I know that like it's, we're not really in football season, but uh, coming up um, this season, do you guys think that we kind of how Dan Mullen got us to nine games and then the bowl game got us to ten, do you think we're a nine-win team or is nine-win stretching? And I'll take that off the air. Y'all have a good one. All right, David, thank you. I think that's the, the, the ceiling yeah. for this team. I mean, I, I think they – can they win nine games? Okay, here's what they would have to do. They would have to beat Utah or Kentucky. That's to say they lose to Georgia. And then you would have to either beat Texas A&M or LSU. 
and then win all the rest of the games. And don't forget, I'm counting, at Tennessee, South Carolina, which beat you last year, Missouri, which beat you last year. So, I mean, it, it is a tough schedule. And so, to me, that is the ceiling. The floor is probably 5-7, and seven, to be honest with you. I mean, there are yeah, seven, which would be hard to. There fathom. are seven losable games there, and it's a matter of what, what they whether they're able to overcome problems. For example, if Anthony Richardson goes down in game one, five and seven may may become the ceiling. I yeah. mean, because I don't like what there's nothing there behind him. Del Rio got in the transfer portal today, but we all expected that. Um, so yeah, I mean, if if Anthony Richardson stays healthy. And and they get some breaks to go their way. A ball bounces this way. The review guy is asleep. Sometimes they fall asleep during the game. Yeah, it, it'd be hard to fathom winning more than nine. Yeah, that would mean. I mean, so that would be. Yeah. So so that would one or like you said, Utah, Kentucky beat South Florida, beat Tennessee. There's three. Eastern Washington four. Missouri five. And then you got LSU, Georgia. That are pretty good. A and M. Yeah, so, LSU and A and M and Georgia. You, I, and, I then, three. and then you would think you could beat Carolina, Vandy, Florida State. That gets you to eight. So that means you have to beat LSU, Georgia, or A and M. Yes, and that'll be hard. But A and M lost a ton, even though they had that great recruiting class. They're all going to be very I young. I see where some people were picking them. Yeah, number one. Stupid stuff. I'm like, you're out of your mind. No, I, I think they're going to struggle this year because they lost. Not only a quarterback, but a whole defensive line. Yeah, I mean everybody. So this might be the good year to go play Texas. They've A&M. got good players. No, don't get me wrong. They've got a lot of good players. If you were playing them week two, I'd feel pretty confident you'd probably win that game. You know what? It feels kind of like the Alabama game last year, mm-hmm. where they were breaking in new guys. Bryce Young yeah. was new. Florida almost got them at home. Uh, they got them at LSU at home. But you don't play them until November, so yeah. they'll be probably good by then. Yeah, maybe not. We shall we see. We don't know with Brian Kelly. We have no idea what what to expect from them. Like yeah. what, what is what do you think the ceiling is for LSU this year? Oh, I have to look at their schedule. I, I think it's ten games, probably. That's a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're you're right. The schedule is difficult, but they've got good players. You know, just obviously Ed Ogeron just kind of lost his mind and decided to quit coaching. And, all right. Trying to so get before we get girls. before we take this break, then count them up: Florida State, when Southern, when Mississippi State, when New Mexico, when Auburn at Auburn. I still like them in Kay. that game. Tennessee at home, when Gators in Gainesville. I used to say loss. Okay, Ole Miss, when Bama, loss. loss. Arkansas UAB win win, and then A and M. That's ten. Yeah, I mean the A and M game may may you know depend on whether they get to ten wins in the regular season or not. But um, yeah, that I mean the West is going to be interesting. The battle for number two in both both divisions is fascinating to me. The battle for number one isn't. Yeah, because Georgia and Alabama are, are clearly the best two teams. But the battle for number two is really when you think about the Florida situation, the Kentucky situation. Do they? Stack good recruiting class after good recruiting class. Not top fives, but good recruiting. They know how to develop these guys. These guys know what they're doing. Uh, they've do, they've got a hit a track record. And then you then you take Tennessee and what we sh- they showed us last year at the end of the year. It's going to be interesting. It will be very interesting. Interesting about all of our responses too. Legally Blonde is the uh, yeah. the name of the movie. I did have to look at. Appreciate uh, Dave Salter. The lawyer for, uh, Dave for knowing knows that. Everything. He should. 
Well, he's he's a lawyer. It's a lawyer movie, right? It is technically a lawyer movie, but I think it's more of a. um, It's got a lot of Witherspoon law terms in there. Law talking guy. That's who it is. And then a lot of uh, there's a lot of fifty year old guys that tweeted into us that knew it was legally blonde. So well, she's got to be over fifty now. I mean, you think? She's close, probably. We'll look that up. And no, in House Bunny was Anna Ferris, who yes. I love. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. I'm not a big reason for this fan. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Continue the phone calls next here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their license technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call 333-0460 Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Varagio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do 
some brands stay forever. It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Winds calming down tonight, skies starting off mostly clear, turning partly cloudy before daybreak with comfortably cool low temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. Tomorrow afternoon, partly cloudy skies, highs in the lower 80s, and a warming trend will set up over our area Friday into the weekend. Highs in the mid-80s Friday and Saturday. By Sunday, it'll feel like summer with highs in the upper 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Everything bagel, it doesn't have a name of the flavor. It's like saying my favorite team is the NFC East. You can't do that. you got to pick a team. I will, I will go to the NFC. Well, the NFC, like my favorite team is the NFC. You know, it's right. incorporating a lot of... It's the, the Rob Lowe would have a, a hat that says bagel. Like if the hat that just said NFL. You can, everything bagel should be off the floor. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we're bolting a little early today, so we only got about five minutes or so left. We'll try to snag a couple of calls if we can as uh, Adam joins us here on WRUF. Adam, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, pleasure to talk with you all again. Um, that spring game was fantastic, man. My boys and I, we went. Our tailgate spot was flooded. We couldn't believe it. It was, I mean, it was hell getting even on campus, you know, Uh it, it was really good. I think they did a fantastic job at the spring game. So I know we don't have much time, so I'm going to fold this into the season. Y'all are talking about football and the season, and you know, I, and so uh, now I know forty-five thousand. I mean, I was there. I'm thinking more thirty-seven, forty thousand. But my point is, is that if that is the way the student body and the alumni and the fans are showing out for the orange and blue game. What do you think they're going to do with Utah? Oh, it, it'll be packed in there. Yeah, Every, everybody's I would excited. Expect it to be a sellout. Yeah, yeah. no question. It's a, well, opening day when you're playing nobody is, is usually packed. So certainly for a game like this with a top – could be top 10 team when the AP poll comes out. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's much doubt about it. And I wonder what time they're going to – because if they put – like Florida, um, the team should hope it's a, it's a 1 o'clock game. Florida, the fans don't want that. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it, regardless, my point is is that it's going to be a sold out stadium, and it's going to be eighty five to ninety percent Gator fans, and it doesn't matter whether it's one o'clock, like you said, Pat, or seven thirty at night. It is going to be lit, and on top of that, you know, you, you know, at the swamp packed and loud and crazy, Utah's not ready for that. 
they're not ready for that kind of not not that kind of pandemonium. And this coaching staff, they are they, they all of our not all of our fall uh, practice is going to be dedicated to Utah, but they're going to be prepared. I feel that this staff that Billy Napier put together is going to dismantle that team. Even though we don't have the talent that they do, we now, still they, have. They actually have a. You're right. They have a more talented team than Florida does. Right as we sit here today, now the transfer portal. I may have a different feeling in a month, but they have a more talented team than Florida has. Yeah, and it's just going to be obviously home opener. The fact that it's going to be loud, as you said, it's probably going to be very humid. Something they're not used to. Yeah, I, there's advantages that Florida has, but. This is a really good team that's been through a lot. Of course, they went through two deaths on their team last year, shooting deaths, and that kind of galvanized them. So uh, now I, it'll be interesting. I, I, it's going to be a tough opening game. And then we have, what, six games, six straight games at home, right? Kentucky's here as well, right? No, t- you have a Tennessee, and the fourth game is on the road. Okay, but Kentucky's here. Kentucky's here. Eastern Washington's here. USF's here. I'm not talking about those. Y'all were alluding to Utah and Kentucky as a takeoff, as you know that that's that that starting point for the season. I feel as if that Utah, I I feel as if we can take that game and then ride that tide, and then Kentucky comes in. The fans are going to show out again. It's going to be full. I think we can take that and ride through. I think I think we can get both of those games off the top. All right, I really, Adam. We'll see, buddy. Thank you. Not going to be easy, but it certainly is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll break it down more before we do. Yes, still, uh, the, still a little ways game. off to, <laughs> to make that happen. All right, we've uh, got a ski-daddle for some softball action. We'll, uh, we'll step aside. You'll hear uh, Kyle Crooks and hopefully a, a Big Gator softball victory tonight right here on WRUF. Again, no show tomorrow. The Rays will be on, but we'll wrap up the week on Friday, get you ready for that yep. big baseball series against the Vols. Absolutely. It should be a fun weekend. All right, for Duels, I'm Dozo. Peace.